0: Hey everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a new episode of our e-com show and today I'm here with Alex Bortoluzzi who is the CEO of Krakatoa and this is an underwear brand based in the US and uh, I really like his uh, passion about uh, his business and today he will share his story and uh, mindset about uh, business with us. This show is sponsored by Budai Media, Budai Media is a fully remote e-commerce focused retention marketing agency. In the last three years, Media worked with more than 100 e-commerce clients and generated an eight-figure extra revenue for these clients. If you want to check out their website, go to thebudaimedia.com and just send an email or actually you can just drop a message to me on any of my social media channels if you are interested to work with us. Hey, Alex, how are you today? I'm doing great, Daniel. Thanks for having me. So let's jump into it. We usually start with the personal story of each guest, and uh, I'm really curious how you became an entrepreneur.
1: Oh, I've been an entrepreneur since I left college. I did computer sciences in Brazil, and then uh, my first job was to work with computer graphics back in the 80s, I was passionate for computer graphics and anything related to computers. And uh, I had two companies doing motion graphics for uh, advertisement and broadcast and then uh, in 97 i got a job making video games here in the united states so that's why when i moved here 25 years ago worked for big big companies like uh, triarch activision work on call of duty spider-man james bond transformers a bunch of big titles then i opened my own studio created my own uh, video games zombie wonderland on mobile was top five on the apple store i made the game out of my living room i was rubbing shoulders with like uh, the giants like uh, angry birds and others Mm -hmm. and then um, after that i was tired of the Industry done everything I wanted to do, and decided to do something else. So that's when I found out that uh, I hated my underwear, and then I couldn't find like <laughs> this pair of underwear. And I was like, okay, there's there's uh, there's a niche here. There's something that I learned when I lived in San Francisco it was like, don't try to create a product, find a need and try to help about, uh, enough to fulfill that need. And that's what I did. I was like, okay, this is not working. Cotton underwear without any anatomical design, this is this is not working for me. So I started researching, and then I started Krakatoa, and then um, that's it. The rest is of the history. Now creating amazing underwear wear for men
0: and uh yeah so some personal story last year i uh, ran a half marathon and i did a lot of running i mean for me it was a lot for other runners maybe not but sometimes i ran like 40 50 kilometers a week and uh, <laughs> then you need really good underwear
1: <laughs> absolutely no yeah. support and no chafing is
0: key for runners yeah, yeah. and uh, otherwise you just rub your legs and it's just terrible
1: It, oh. it can even bleed so it's not oh it's absolutely not a joke. no no not at all i have a lot of uh, high Hikers and runners that wear hikato and they send me like I just hiked 300 miles on the Appalachian Trail and this thing work really yeah. great. A friend of mine went from the Pacific Crest Trail that goes from Mexico to Canada on three pairs, wow. and he still wears them. Basically. They they last a long time. So yeah, the support. And it's like Alex, I, I would stop my like, camping at night and I'll see the guys uh, shaved in, their, in the, with their legs open in the, in the tents and being a, not being able to hike for one or two days. And I could just like in the morning and, and go because of you know the way the gateau K- mm. was designed.
0: Yeah. So maybe females or or some some men. They don't understand this problem, but that is a niche definitely who will understand this Ooh. problem and feel this uh, problem. I'm really curious, how did you came up with the name Krakatoa?
1: Well, it's a funny story. Krakatoa is a huge volcano that blew up in the island of Java in 1883 and literally changed the weather patterns in the world for years. One of the biggest eruptions ever. And then I always thought like volcanoes are world creators, right? And the other thing is like uh, eruptions, hot gases and loud noises are very masculine thing. So we have guys and, and volcanoes have something in common. Common. And uh, I decided to, to honor Volcan Krakatoa with a brand.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great name. Very creative. And uh, besides, uh, you know, athletes, uh, sports people, uh, hikers, uh, is there anyone else who, who buys these products? Like uh, everyday workers, they also have this problem? Or, or who, who is the typical buyer?
1: Well, it's it's a very varied. As I said, the need was there. So what I get a lot is people that never had a decent pair of underwear. And they said they like, try Kakatoa and they just don't believe. That, that could have been done, right? And uh, it's uh, one of the things that I enjoy the most is when I gift a pair to someone, I ask them to actually go there and wear it immediately. Mm-hmm. And they they like confused, like, but here in the restaurant or here at the club and the bar, And you know, and like, yeah, you got to try it now because I want to see your reaction, right? And then people come back like dumbfounded. They come like, how'd you do that? I never felt like this because of separation, right? It has a pouch and the the way the the fabric I chose, incredibly soft and and durable fabric that's Mm -hmm. very expensive. So most factories don't use it. And I spent some quality time changing factories and uh, getting new samples and and, and changing fabrics. So until I got something that was super, super soft and breathable, especially for people that run like this. So I have... From outdoor workers to doctors, pilots, nurses, they spend all day in scrubs, mm-hmm. to military people, especially police officers because of the way the, the fabric glides under the, the, the uniform. MMA fighters because it doesn't strangle them when they under the gi. So it's it's a wide variety of guys. They send me emails saying, Alex, thank you so much. I, and they tell the whole life story. And sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it actually hits me emotionally when I get some of the stories. Like a gentleman that wrote me that has a special condition, has to take special medicine, that he sweats a lot. And then uh, he works outside, you know, he's a laborer, and it's like Alex. I would my colleagues would make fun of me all the time because I have to change my underwear two or three times a day, and they rip because I sweat so much especially cotton way I got soaked and I had to change. And now, Alex, I don't have to anymore. And you know how important this is for me. This has changed my life. And that hits me so hard because, you know, I was expecting this to make a good garment. But uh, you have the unintended consequences of helping people yeah. in a way that you didn't expect.
0: That's amazing. I'm really curious, how did you start growing this business, especially at the early beginning?
1: Well, I was living in Seattle at the time. and um, But I had just come from San Francisco where I had the idea that the realization that men's underwear sucked. So I started buying a bunch of... Pairs from around the world. You know, I, I ordered stuff from Germany, from France, from Japan, from Korea, bought almost every single good brand, everything that was well reviewed on Amazon, and I started testing. My wife had a blast with me walking in the wear all summer long in 2015. So I started just cataloging what kind of fabrics, what kind of cut, what I could change, and then uh, talking to factories. I started talking to factories around the world Colombia, Egypt, Brazil, US. China, several factors in China. And so I found the ones that could create me samples. And then I start adjusting the design. And a couple of factors were really good, very understanding, you know, hand-holding for a guy that never made a garment in his life. But he understood that I really wanted superior product. So they all for no, but this is expensive. No one, no one uses this, Alex. I was like, but is it the best ones? And they were like, the best material. I was like, yeah, that's the best material. So, yeah, that's the one I want. Right. So I would go like obsessed with little leg opening sizes or how low the pouch will go, how many centimeters will go deeper. And, and you know, like all these things, the, the, the waistbands, there's like a plethora of waistbands. You can choose among like hundreds of types of materials and elastics and, and constructions. And I wanted something that would not fold and would be flat and not hurt your skin i didn't like that some of the underwear to wear. used to be like those that just fold over uh the elastic and then it gets all crimpled and then your yeah, the yeah. body gets all marked right like a zipper and i was like this is not a, not okay and i need a room in front right because that's one of the jokes is like men need room that's one of my our ads like men need room get over it you know and i feel like sometimes men's underwear are designed to take photos of models in them that would not offend the user <laughs> <laughs> and instead of like, hey, this is what it is. We need support. You know, I usually joke that we have a bundle of joy hanging between our legs and needs to be supported. So I started just designing a different ways of accommodating our anatomy. And there were several, several uh, different prototypes until I got to the, the bowl shaped power chunk gatoa. And mm-hmm. the people responded very positively. But then that was it. I started, I started a company and I did the website. I mean, I do all my stunts, right? So I created everything. I created the website myself. Copy, I'm a photographer too. So I did all my photography i did myself to this day i still do and uh, ads and everything so uh, one man band running kakatoa to this day actually i have help with marketing and other things but uh, and uh, you know i don't do my fulfillment anymore but other than that it's all yours truly
0: yeah if anyone goes to your website and uh, you check the about us page then you can see that uh, alex is a jack of all trades like photographer (laughs) i know you write your emails and uh You created the website, as I I think you also mentioned it before. So a lot of things. And I think that's that's rare and that's a very valuable skill. You are very open to learning new things, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. I've been a learner since I was a kid. I learned to read by myself. I never had formal English classes. I learned English by myself, too. Mm -hmm. When I think that I can do something, I go after it and I do it. You know, because it's, sometimes it takes yeah. me longer to get the idea across to someone that will have to execute than me going there and doing it. But uh, I know it's not scalable and not sustainable at longer run, but in the beginning as an entrepreneur, I think having multiple skills help a lot. I used to work in uh, video games, so I did a lot of uh, outsourcing for Call of Duty and James Bond. So that's where I learned how to interact with, with companies abroad and, and all this stuff. And then I was a photographer. I did all the photography for James Bond and every uniform, every piece of clothing for, for the characters. I photographed every character. I went to Pinewood Studios in England and I photographed all the actors, Judi Dench and even the director, Mark Foster of the movie and all the stuff for the game. And Mm -hmm. I've been a photographer since I was a kid. I I love photography. So it's like, "Hey, I going go do my own product photography. And every time I try to get an agency or a photographer to do photos of fabric, it's so complicated. It's so hard to get a fabric to look good and special lighting and and, and, and especially a very soft garment that just melts when you you let it go. Mm -hmm. Then I had to use all my photography skills to get the, 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 the images I wanted so I, to this day I do my own photography my copy is strange because as I said I didn't have a formal English training so sometimes I have some uh, peculiar phrasal constructions so I have to run this through software or anything but other than that yeah it's uh, yours truly
0: have you never had problem about the English thing because I'm also not a native speaker and but I write a lot of content and uh, of course I use Grammarly and all of these AI tools but still they are not that smart so sometimes you have those typos I I also tend to type very fast uh-huh. and uh, I focus on what I want to say not on the typos uh-huh. but uh, uh-huh. sometimes friends message me that here's a typo so yeah does no, it happen I'm,
1: to you or not really? I'm good at the typo side because I have this memory that when I see a word I remember how to write mm-hmm. it for a long time. I'm good at that and uh, of course with corrections it's, it's easier right and I do re- I, I proofread a lot like my emails I proofread over and over and over again but mm-hmm. even then sometimes I have some construction, some, some uh, uh, orthographical mistakes, but it's part of the course. I mean, the United States yeah. is built with immigrants, and everybody has an accent. Everybody came from some place of the world, and then people yeah. are pretty, pretty okay with it. But it's not the, my biggest concern. I, I, I love writing, so uh, and I write yeah. a lot. But I understand mm-hmm.
0: where you're coming from. <laughs> Regarding marketing, so what channel have you used to grow? We are all
1: victims of iOS 14.5, right? These yeah. days, but I started on Facebook and Instagram because this is where my audience is. We cater to a little older audience so Krakatoa is a premium product more expensive so I would go for the 30 to 65 year olds 35 sometimes my audiences because they resonate better you know as like one gentleman told me like Alex my age I don't drop my pants at the the tip of hat I I just want to pay for the most comfortable thing I can get that's why I don't have like fancy prints or any cutesy stuff because I'm not aiming to the 18 to 25 year old crowd they love it I have customers from 16 year olds that love it and then their parents Mm -hmm. that's like, look like let's, let's teach these kids from an early age what's good you know i spent, yeah. you know i wasted a lot of my time finding a good underwear and now let's let's show them facebook and instagram were my main uh, sources and this sure you are i'm divesting now i'm going to TikTok tock and google you know at first uh, my google shop my google ads were not very effective because mm-hmm. there's so much competition and as i don't have any in- external investment i'm paying for everything so i would use what give me more uh a bigger impact so Facebook, I could be more conversational than just like shoving ads on a photo of a product on your face, like on Google, with a lot of intent, I understand. But then I have to compete with the big brands that are in millions, right? And on Facebook, I could tell a story. I could make a joke. I could create my own videos. Yeah. Like, you know, I create my own ads on Canva or on Final Cut Pro or Photoshop itself. And um, so Facebook was more suitable for us. Now, when uh, the, the privacy laws came crashing, Facebook's party... a bit more complex so my numbers are not as wild but i'm still averaging blender hours of 3.5 to 4.5 regularly and email but I don't use email. Krakatoa is not a discount brand. So I don't shove discounts every 10 days. Hey, this summer, 25% off, 50% off. I don't have that. I already offer a very competitive price. I don't have middlemen, So I try to keep Krakatoa a brand that you can trust. And then you, you know when you're going to pay your price. You're not going to be, oh man, they just had a sale. Now I've paid this much and now it's like 20% off. And the other thing I didn't want to is that to get that codependence of the discount code that I see in other brands that you're always chasing and waiting for the, Mail with another discount so you never go to the website to buy something because you know that soon it's going to come the 25 20 off discount i know it's a it's a peculiar situation but i think that my customers understand and when you see my prices compared with other brands it's literally 20 to 40 percent less for yeah. a much better material and a better construction so with that i built a very a legion of followers like i call the krakatua family so i send emails every two weeks Mostly about my life's adventures. And I call it the, the everyday luxury because I believe Krakatoa is an everyday luxury, something that you can wake up in the morning and you put on and it's gonna make your day better, right? And uh, I'm on a edition 20th now. And I get always I get a lot of replies like Oh my God, thank you so much for for sending me this. I'm so glad I'm still in your mailing list. And people reply uh, with the stories I tell. I usually tell stories of my life regarding I'm not a father, but I discuss about fatherhood and issues of men mm-hmm. and mental health and, uh, and and traveling. So it's mostly like conversational tool and to engage with the with the customers, not to sell them. It's not a sales email. When I have my sales email, this informing that the new collection is coming or uh, restocking and everything like that. But I don't push, it's not a discount brand.
0: Uh, I guess you want to keep this t- tone of voice in the future that you tell about your stories, new collection, but no discounts and the uh, balance between your uh, personal views and stories and of course sales as well, but without discounts.
1: Yeah, this was something that uh, I, I work with this incredible marketer, John Ivanko, And he said, Alex, uh, because I, I, I really struggled with the idea of me being the face of the brand. Who the hell is going to pay attention yeah. to this dude, right? I'm like, no, I'm not going to. I always like, oh, us and using like a third person and and, uh, I never put my face on anywhere. I I, I don't have my social media is very limited I don't like exposure I don't like exposing myself and telling people what I'm mm-hmm. doing all the time if I want to do that I send direct messages in my photos I send to my family and friends I don't go like hey look at me right it's just me but he said oh Alex look at you you're a peculiar person you might as well use this into your advantage and be the face of the brand. you have to be the face of the brand so I struggled with this for a while and it's like no let's try this and then so I started doing my my social posts when I do stupid skits on Instagram or or Facebook and the conversational stuff and I ask things and I teach stuff about underwear and I became the face of the brand so Alex from Kakatoa is the character that's myself and I try to use this it's like hey I'm not a big brand you know it's not multi-million dollar brand or big investment someone that's just like doing this as a job this is a passion of mine I'm serious about bringing us guys a really good pair of underwear that we can afford and gonna last a long time and are gonna serve us as men instead of just being like a cute tool to sell or like some yet another garment you know that just copies everybody use the same old materials we with the same cut and I see this a lot there's a there's a resurgence of man's underwear but every time I go there it's usually the same stuff right? With a different name of the waistband, Mm because this would be easy. You can go to a factory in China and send them a couple of colors and uh, they would make you whatever, you know, and they don't offer you any novelty. They, they just like, what do you want to do? They they don't help you much in creating, but they are exceptional in executing, but you have to know what you want. And if you just want what exists, you're going to get exactly that. But if you want to create something, then you have to put an effort. And that's what I did. You know, I really put an effort on creating a product that is not exactly what is out there. Different and special materials, special waistband and a cut that respects our anatomy. And uh, the factories respond well. It's like, Alex, so I never worked with someone that would obsess with like half a centimeter or, you know, or a leg opening or, you know, or what material I use or how the stitching is is done. Like you, the guy's just like, yeah, here's a tech pack that I got, boom, don't do this for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it takes longer sometimes to get results, but then like get them, the response is, is incredible.
0: I just thought about your marketing approach that you said your audience is a uh, 35 plus male and uh, um, it's much more about convenience and application than fashion or looking good or status, right? Your product is much more about educating the customer and uh, creating something that is very convenient. And it's not about being trendy or,
1: you know, all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, this is something that I, I started from the get-go. That's not going to be like, you're not going to buy Krakatoa to make others believe that you're special, but you are already special. For mm-hmm. that, you will choose Kakatoa because you know what yeah. you want, right? I'm not going to convince yeah. people to use Kakatoa, is not about you wearing it, and now you're going to be special. No, you're special already. Yeah. That's why you chose it because you're looking for something to make your life better. You're already done with all this crap that, that there's this shoved in our faces and uh, all the bad materials, bad cuts, stuff from the 1950s, that mm-hmm. was still out for sale, and like there's so many new materials and more. And the other thing is cost, right? So, for some reason, some brands use like this bizarre old materials or blends that are not optimal but they're cheap. And the uh, other thing is, like, I buy underwear from every brand all the time, anything that's new or something comes out, I, I put them on and I just get <laughs> flabbergasted because, like, wait a minute, this is a multi million dollar company with teams developing this. Did they ever try their own product? <laughs> Did that guy yeah. actually put this on because it doesn't feel this was designed for for humans like why (laughs) why would they do this like this really decisions putting like a bunch of stickers and, and labels inside the underwear to scratch your ass right or almost no pouch like where does it all go right get smashed in front because oh i can offend some people with the photo with the bulge in front look get over it guys have bulges let them, you know, hang and and separate so they don't stick to your legs and and be breathable enough and super soft. So it a lot of people are very sensitive, have very sensitive skins. I have customers there that, that are on the autistic spectrum that mm-hmm. love it because they don't feel it. Like I, I have a, a, a person that sent me an email saying, Alex, for the first time in my life, I had to do a double take before I left home because I thought I was not wearing underwear, like <laughs> because you couldn't feel it. And uh, I tried some other brands that look really good. They have a lot of panels, you know, fabric panels and this and that. Blah, 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 lots of terms and trademarks keywords and stuff. Put them on and then you put your pants on and it feels like you're wearing a pair of shorts underneath your pants and i hated that since i was a kid I, I i stopped wearing diapers just after i was like one year old my mom's like i never i never could stand diapers so i never be, I loved like to be stuffed down there and that was one of the key elements like i want to build something that you don't know that you're wearing it it's so smooth and soft that you don't feel it so yeah. that's yeah. one of the key things right and then yeah. so it's not about the, how cute or how fashionable i don't even put the name on the waistband you know there's no big krakatoa on the waistband mm, yeah it's just artwork you know i want you to it's not about you're not about me you know it's not about the Mm -hmm. brand it's about you you know it's your comfort and and you going to look good i make it stylish enough so people can go you know a little more flashy a little flashier with some of the bands i create and a bit more understated some guys also also like to be very understated so i try to get the variety but it's not about the brand it's about you
0: you just got a like on LinkedIn. <laughs> I, can see that. I have one more question to you. What is your number one tip for future e-commerce business owners? If somebody is just thinking about uh, getting started, what would you tell them?
1: I think that, uh, I mean, I'm a peculiar entrepreneur in this terms because I know that there's people that have, that have degrees in business and they've been with another, they see it with another set of eyes. But for me, it's about passion. If you're not passionate about your product, you're in it just to make money. Good for you. It might work out. But for me, it's a that you actually love your product, that will be translated in the love for your customers. And mm-hmm. they'll feel that. When you're really passionate about what you do and you really go the distance, it shows and your product will show too. But at the same time, you see a lot on YouTube, says, oh, yeah, I'm working from the beach. I can work just three, four hours and then I go play golf. It's a fallacy. It's not. You know, there's that joke that you change your nine to five. I quit my nine to five job to get a 24 seven job. In my case, yeah. it's exactly that. I'm answering emails anytime of or night. I have to work with factories across the, the world. So, so Sometimes I'm working one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning, so I can match that times. It's a lot of work, and you have to be prepared for it. But it's very rewarding. You have ups and downs, like with everything else in life. But at the end of the day, it's the amount of uh, stuff that you learn, and amount of people that you meet, and the amount of lives you can change is exponentially bigger than just working on you know being just a cog in the machine. And I really appreciate that. It's it's part of my blood. I love it.
0: Yeah, I I I agree with this uh, what you just said. And uh, don't be an entrepreneur, or don't become I'm an entrepreneur, if you can't accept that you will work zero 24 hours, uh, you know, all day. Anytime something can happen, especially if you are a small company, I I think once you have more and more people, I think it becomes easier, at least in my experience. But yeah, especially at the very beginning, you really have to, you know, put all efforts into it. And it's almost like having a baby. Absolutely.
1: It's, Kakato is my baby. It's, it's crying and I have to change diapers all the time. And (laughs) it's a full-time involvement, you know, with, with, with that. with your customers, with the product, with the manufacturing, with the marketing, taxes, uh, everything. I've been creating special ads now, Google Display Ads. So I have to retrofit all my ads to ten different uh, resolutions and, mm-hmm. and formats. I'm also working with my uh, my tax accountant and. Uh, uh, at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm, I'm, I'm organizing shipments for the next collections. I'm um, also developing new new collections and testing and sending samples. And I told you before, I was traveling around Europe for the last fifty days, yep. and um, so I had to send samples to houses of friends strategically in Paris, and Lisbon, and then go there and pick it up so I could test it. And uh, but then, uh, meanwhile, I got two collections running and uh, and about to to be uh, to be launched.
0: When are those coming out? New collections?
1: <laughs> yeah, I usually. Uh, I, I do name my collections for famous volcanoes. Mm -hmm, So right now I'm bringing a collection, uh, Pinatubo for the volcano of the Philippines. Pinatubo is going to be similar to the anti-gravity collection we have now and Vesuvius, but with a horizontal fly. It's great. One hand operation. People have been asking me for a while about uh, putting a fly on because of the design of my pouch on anti-gravity and Vesuvius, the last two collections. There's no chance of putting a fly there because of the stitching and the shape. Mm -hmm. But then I worked with them until we got a pouch that will be really good and functional, but could accommodate a horizontal fly. So now the fly is here, guys. And then uh, the next collection is going to be a collection Haleakala for the volcano in Maui, Hawaii. And uh, it's a more upscale collection. I'm using a special fabric, non-peeling micro modal. It's incredible. It's very expensive, very expensive. And I uh, putting you know, seamless leg. Like legs. Hawaii. You yeah. Know, it's it's, like, very it's incre- incredible. So it's seamless leg openings. So... Uh, right now, cricket, uh, cricket doesn't ride up. The legs don't ride up, right? It's one of the things, okay. like, one of the biggest things that I wanted to do. And um, so by now, they really stick to your legs and you can wear under like Scrubs or any dress pants without seeing any any anything seamless is great and great for exercising too. And I redesigned the pouch because there are some blessed guys among us that really need the room. That even with a very very large pouch on Krakatoa, is still need more room. And um, so I'm redesigning it and cr- adding another extra inch of of, of volume up front and uh, another d- other special designs that I that I worked on with you know the help of those guys. So yeah, Haleiakal uh, yeah, is coming. It's great. It's gonna be. It's gonna be beautiful.
0: Amazing. I can see your passion in your eyes. So I'm sure you spend a lot of uh, time on uh, creating the product. So that's amazing. Yes,
1: and testing it and sending it to, to people because I don't, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, my team is my customers. So I have a lot of guys mm-hmm. that love to test stuff. So every with different body shapes, right? You know, yeah. Big guys and skinny guys, and you know, all, all sorts of. Uh, we have to accommodate for a wide variety. It's very hard. You know, can't cover everybody, but. I do my best.
0: Thanks, Alex, for coming here today and sharing your story. It was very inspiring. And thanks, everyone, who listened to us today. Stay tuned. Every week we come out with a new episode. Make sure you give us a review on the podcasting platform. Send us a like on social media. And thanks again. Stay tuned, everyone.